What's up, guys? This is the Vinny Rock Podcast. I'm going to give you some of the sponsors. You guys already know. Uh, this is sponsors for the Vinny Rock Podcast. It's Temple 57. Temple 57 is a personal security company that uh, has jobs globally. And right now, currently looking for jobs for, for looking for individuals who are qualified to be personal security in Los Angeles, California area. If you guys are interested, please go check them out. It's temple57.com. That's T-E-M-P-L-E-57.com. Let them know Vinny Rock sent you. <clears throat> Next, I want to talk about GMR Gold. You guys already know it's a subscription. Uh, I got the bullion box coming every every month. Um, I'm already registered for $200 a month, so I'm excited about that. I'm putting away money. I'm putting into a savings, uh, into a to a safe into my room, and it's something that I know is there whenever I need it. Uh, it's also going to be an easy way for me not to cash it out, so I don't spend it because money burns in my pocket like you wouldn't believe. So I just want to say, GMR Gold, you guys need to check them out. Give them a follow. Let them know Vinny Rock sent you. Uh, you guys want to check them out on Instagram? It's GMR Gold, uh, and uh, you guys from there. Hit them up. Check out Bullion Box as well. All right, you guys. You guys know I'm uh, near and dear to my heart. Is this uh, this company I started working with? Is Core Medical Group. Um, they've been doing research for blood work for veterans coming back from overseas from the combat stress, have low testosterone. Um, these guys are doing the blood tests out there and giving them uh, an opportunity to get their levels back to normal. So if you guys remember, we had a podcast just before with Sydney. Uh, he talked all about it. If you guys have any questions, go check out that podcast again. Uh, and if you want, just go directly to them. It's Core Medical, Core Medical Group. You can you can check them out online or you can go to their Instagram at Core M E D H R T. Check them out. You know, let them know Vinny Rock sent you. Last but not least, you know my man Willie Peach Chocolates. Willie Peach Chocolates. This guy, he makes the chocolates from his own house. He works. He works on this on his own time. He actually just went full time, 100% focused on Willie Peach Chocolate. We're also working on a salsa together that should be coming out here soon. But check him out. You can go to his website at WillyPeachChocolates.com, or you can go to his Instagram at Willie Peach Chocolate Co. All right, guys, don't forget, let them know that Vinny Rock sent you. Um, you know, you guys already know my other sponsorships. You know I own Lead Singers Whiskey. That's going good. We're super pumped about that. You guys have questions, hit up the Instagram. We can answer anything you have. You guys know Warfighter Tobacco is always out there. My favorite right now. If you're asking me what my favorite cigar is for the holidays, I'm going to say your Victory Blend. And if you cannot afford a Victory Blend, that's perfectly fine. The 762 Garrison is my personal favorite. So if you guys are looking to get someone a nice gift for, for the holidays, uh, you know, a bottle of whiskey and, and some cigars never hurt nobody. Check that out. Also, beard.com. That's B-E-A-R-D.com. That is uh, the creators and the founders of Throwbacks Barber Company here in Salt Lake City. So, you guys, um, no, more, no more further waiting. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Eli Cuervas. I think that's how you say that's it. How you, no, that's exactly how you say it. Okay. If you didn't know. I am Latino. Me, <laughs> me too? I am Latino. <laughs> Latino. Just so you know, if you weren't sure, I am Latino. <laughs> I'm 100% positive now. <laughs> we filmed oh. the entire show, but now I just learned you're Mexican. Did you know that I'm half Mexican, half Puerto Rican for Latino? Say it again. <laughs> My name is Vincent Vargas. That's always been an issue with me. What's the middle name? I don't have one. What? My mom thought they cost more. 
<laughs> that's that's the, Latino right that's there. The, that's, that's Mexican. That's the rumor. I, I swear to you, like, I think my mom thought it was more expensive to have a middle name. She goes, no, we're good with the first and last. We're good with that. <laughs> Is it per letter? Is that what they're charging these days? Because we're good. Yeah. Vincent. Yeah. Okay, this is getting heavy right now. <laughs> it's already getting expensive. How expensive is costing me now? <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's true. My mom's probably going to kill me. <laughs> I hope that's, that's true. Hundred percent. I hope I that's true. Oh, man. So here we are. Episode two. We're the day after. <sighs> yeah, it's like a hangover, but a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Just it's drink like. water. Drink water. Beat the heat, drill sergeant. Beat the heat. Taking your face out. Yeah, yeah you don't. Sorry about that. Uh, man, what an episode. Uh, there's, there's something, there's a, there's a big topic in there that I'm going to save for last because it's the one that hits home the most. For so, you. Yeah, for me. For me. Yeah, not me. Maybe. Maybe in the future. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you'll learn from my mistakes. I will. By not having. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Either way. Uh, wow, this episode was a fun one, man. It was, this was, I tell you what, the um, Revolutionary War canon. Revolutionary War era canon, canon. right? Um, was an awesome, awesome build. Uh, probably the most stressful, I've, like the most stress I've felt since doing this because of the fact what could have gone wrong and how close we were to it as we fired it. That was probably the most sketch that... We'll, we'll get to that. It is, yeah. it is such a crazy concept. Like, it's like, oh, it's a suppressor. And you think suppressor, like, tiny, yeah. Like, yeah, tiny like, little guy. Right. This one weighed, like, 90 or 100 pounds. Like, That's what people didn't realize. It took, it took two of us to put it on there. Yeah. And, like, it was heavy. So we're talking about the, the Revolutionary uh, War field cannon. You know, the idea came because my son, um, they're talking about the Revolutionary War. And, and they're talking history. And that kind of brought the idea to my head and, and helping them with their homework. Um, a lot of information I didn't know, you know? And so I was like, man, that'd be kind of cool to do a new take on that. Like, how can we make a revolutionary war field cannon? Suppressed. Yeah. Suppressed. Sounds cool. Right. <laughs> I, you know, there's, there's some, just in case you need a yeah. suppressed cannon, just in case you need to sneak up on the, on yeah. the enemy. <laughs> Unless you're throwing a surprise party. You know what I mean? <laughs> America's here. Bitches. <laughs> Attack. Oh my goodness. The producers are looking at me saying no. <laughs> Either way, um, yeah. So you guys know what a suppressor's for. Um, the suppressor comes from the same guy who created the muffler. Uh, essentially, it's just a, a way to, I guess, deaden the noise. Yeah, make it quieter. Make it quieter. Um, and so the guys explained to me the science behind, and, and it's really cool seeing it as big as it was because you really start to understand what goes on when you're making a small silencer, what they make for pistols or what they make for rifles. But no, we're making one for an artillery, pretty much an artillery weapon almost, right? The, the, the cannon. And um, this thing, seriously, I think, I think we, we, what did it weigh? Was it in, was it in the it's 50s? 90 pounds. The 90 suppressor pounds. weighed 90-something pounds. You know, sometimes I, I don't realize if that's 50 or 90 because, you know, I've been lifting. Yeah, I had to, I had to weigh it. Yeah. I, I just, like, <laughs> picked it up one hand, screwed it on. You guys, uh, like... Do it again. It has to look heavy. Yeah, exactly. So let yeah. other people do Eli, it. Like, can you lift it a little slower so it looks heavy, please? Just let someone else do it. I'm not going to oh, struggle that's, that's with this. Weird. You want me to dumb down myself? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Either way, super scary. You guys understand? Like, what we created was this 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 giant muffler 
right? Silencer for this cannon. And the fear was that at any point, this round doesn't come out correctly true. If it's not true, if it's not straight, it can hit a baffle. Then if it has a baffle strike, we don't know what can happen after that, right? Like um, if it goes left, if it goes right, if it, if the casing that we created had, had the integrity to be able to hold that kind of pressure, yep. would it go out the sides? You know, and who's staying on the sides of it? It's me and Eli and the rest of the team. So there's a huge fear in that. And I was, I mean, I don't know. It all sounds like smart on paper. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, this is doable. But then when you're actually there and you're doing it, you're sitting there like. Lighting it. That was, bro, we were both like. I was like, like, is this worth it? You know what I mean? And like, was this worth it? I don't know, man. So there's a lot of fear there. But to see it work, you know, was one, refreshing. It was like, oh, God, I'm alive. <laughs> Two, it's cool to just see hard work actually pay off. And these guys, yeah. their, their brains and their knowledge that they bring to the table um, helped us create that. But not even that. Helped us blow up a bunch of cars. A lot of cars. <laughs> Which was super cool. And I don't know, something about that, like, it's that, that the, the climax to everything we do is, has to be a huge explosion. And when you get that, it's like, man, how fun is this? Like, how fun is it to be able to sit there? We get paid to do this. I mean, we're making money <laughs> doing this, but we get We're paid. spending a lot doing it, too. Yeah. Uh, no, but we're trying to make that the lifestyle, and, and so far we've been able to, to make that. Yeah. You know, and hopefully it continues. It's really hard to aim one, by the way. Yeah. We, we kind of Kentucky windage that. You're, you realize it's like, oh, yeah, these don't have sight pictures. Yeah, and was, then you're it like, was spitball aim. It was spitball aim, just pointing. <laughs> Think it's going to hit the yeah. pile of cars? Yeah. Light it. Let's go. See what happens? God. Man, that was super cool. No, I mean, that was exciting. It was exciting to see, you know, a crazy idea like that actually happen. You start building a lot more confidence in the team and knowing, like, I don't know what there is that we can't do. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff we probably can't do just because... It would, it would either cost too much or we'd have to find new tools, you know, and purchase new, new things for fabricating. But all in all, we were able to create something that was just an idea, man, yeah. and, and, and be able to put it together. And, you know, uh, with the two geniuses we have back there with, with, with uh, McCafferty and Zach, and, and then with Mike Davis making sure that we stay alive, it, it worked out. And the quick turnaround, because we're still knocking this stuff out, like, really quickly. Yeah, it's because still, like, on top of that, what we were doing was, was uh, the 1919. Yep. Dude, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. The history behind that is cool. I always love hearing um, these guys bring in these weapons and talk about the history they come from their family, like the lineage. Like that's something you don't want to mess with, right? That's something you, you, you appreciate and you would love to see, like how can I continue on this lineage and, and make it more fruitful, right? Like, yeah. oh, I can make this weapon work for you. It hasn't worked in how many years? Well, let's see what we can do. It's, you know, some of that stuff is not very major and sometimes it is, but... Whatever it is, when it's done, to see them happy about it and, and be able to to now share this hopefully with their kids and continue on the generations, like, man, it's something about that, you know, like, not everyone's a collector of guns or whatever the case, right? But whether it's a gun, whether it's coins, whether it's baseball cards, you know what I mean? Anything you're able to continue on with the lineage of your family, it's a cool story and it's a cool yeah. part of history and, and us to be able to be a part of people's lives and doing that. I mean, it's rewarding of its own. feels good. It feels good. It feels good. With the, the problem with that one was the firing pin. It was an easy fix, but then on top of that was when we ran into the problem with the headspace and timing. Yes. And we were looking at it, and I was like, wait a second. 
this is the one I actually was like, I think I can fix this. And yeah. I like, I, Zach, I think we, they did something, walked away and I was like, I just say space and time. I, what, I think wasn't it, it chewing on, chewing up, it was chewing up casings or something like that. I remember you were telling me. You, you, no, this one was just, it was, uh, it, it was two clicks too far. Basic headspace. Yeah. And I reset everything and then went back and pow, 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 pow. That was like one of the times Zach was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, it's like an M2. I was like, once I, once I figured that out, yeah. it was easy selling. Da, 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 da. And we had it running. That's it, man. Like sometimes it's something super simple that, that we know because military basic experiences of using all these damn tools. What are, what are some of the weapons you use in the military? Uh, M4, yeah. Mark 19, M2, M14. M14. Yeah, we got those. That's, that's, uh, that's when you're doing precision shooting, kind of. What do they call that? SDM or yeah. like. What the, do they call that? What's the SDM stand for again? Uh, squad designated. Squad marks. designated marksman, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's cool, man. And then they had the the fifty cow, and then uh, what? We I shot the Beretta like one time, I think, in my entire the Beretta. Yeah, you guys will know it's like military guys. Well, at least Army doesn't use the the pistol as much as people want to believe you do. Um, Right, right. Especially during this war, I don't don't know very many who. It's never a primary. I'll say, well, officers. It is is a primary for officers, isn't it? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't an officer. All I know is it's normally for us uh, as infantry guys, you're usually, you're, you're light infantry. Uh, we carried an M4 as our primary. We didn't really have a secondary. Um, you have a squad, a saw on your squad? Yeah, your squad usually have a saw, which is also. Oh, two squads, also, or two saws, and then. A Mark 46 is also what it's called in the special operations. Yeah. What we had is, is a different variant of that. It's a, it's, a, it's a modified version with a light barrel. Yep. Um, a saw in, in some platoons is considered a crew served weapons, meaning a crew, it's multiple different people tasking from changing barrels to changing the ammo and whatnot. And as it goes the same with the 240 Bravo team, a big gun team, 240 Bravo is a 762 round. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bigger round. Um, it could have a bigger, pack a bigger punch, obviously. But uh, it's not something that could be uh, carried by one man. It's usually, again, it's a crew served weapon, usually uh, one other man or two other men carrying the weapon, carrying the, the, the barrels, the, the, the tripod as well as the ammo. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different experience, and then sometimes that experience that we have in the military um, is is something that that's needed on the team, which is super cool that uh, we actually can bring something to the table other than our good looks. I know. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you know, I just you know, I, I just want to be more than that. <laughs> I want to be more than a face. <laughs> uh, Chris is gonna be like, "Shut up, <laughs> you're an idiot." <laughs> Dude, it's crazy um, when you think about it. like the M9. A lot of like my friends that never served or anything were like, "You didn't have a pistol. What happens if you ran out of ammo?" It's like then I'm, I am. <laughs> if I ran, if my, me and my team and I'm pulling an M9 out at that point, yeah. we are. Screwed. I'd have better accuracy throwing that thing. Megan, <laughs> military, like I've shot it more now in my life. Obviously, I mean in the border patrol, I failed a weapons call because I was going to be an instructor, and I was so nervous because I'm like, man. This, it was a whole different weapon. It, it, no excuses. I didn't shoot very well, right? And I was hoping I just did enough that day to make it. You know what I mean? And I didn't. And then they had the extra <laughs> test, and I was like, and I did it again. You know what I mean? Actually, my second test, and I was like, already like, all right, if you fail, you're going home. Kind of embarrassing being an army ranger failing this weapons call, right? This pistol call. And uh, as I go to change the magazine, it flies out of my hand. And I was like, there goes my life. <laughs> there goes my life. All right, I failed. So I, I ended up going to this place and had this nice... 
awesome sandwich and and I just ate that with a cried away my sorrows <laughs> my my stress eating again yeah. <laughs> from hells and I flew home and never like what happened I was like oh you know it just wasn't for me uh, yeah I failed <laughs> decided when I got there I don't want to do this I'm not a fan of the pistol instructing <laughs> Oh, embarrassing days. No, man, you don't shoot it very often. So when I first got in the military, um, I fired a Gustav. A Gustav is a 34-millimeter recoilless rifle. It is uh, essentially a reloadable rocket launcher. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm still working on the FFLs to be able to create something like that. <laughs> to, to have the licenses to actually create something like that, uh, it's well above what I have right now. So... Uh, <laughs> Cost some money, Take but it was a cool. Time. It was a cool weapon. It was a weapon that really, you know, it saved a lot of lives um, because of its ability to just be uh, intimidating as well as effective, you know. And so that was a cool one. Uh, I got the fire when I first got there. Then I went to a weapons team. Then I went to a line team. You know, from the line team, I went from saw gunner eventually to a team leader, and I, I pretty much went that, that way. And then you know, started doing uh, some breaching courses and learning all that stuff. And so. With my experience, still doesn't help what I'm doing now. <laughs> I got out of the middle like, so what have you done? And what can you do? I can lead. It's probably probably the best of my abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can lead people. To- Your first interview, you're yeah. like... My first interview, you know what it was? So tell me, uh, you know, your definition of leadership. I was like, oh, it's to motivate an individual f- to complete the mission. Like, it was, it was, I used the textbook... Military definition because I just got done with the course. I mean, if I wish I remembered it right now, but it's so funny. The guy's just like, "What? <laughs> it's the perfect answer. <laughs> You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> we need more people like you." I got blacked out. Like, That's how you debate, dude. Like, <laughs> you wake up. Oh man. Ah. You tell me about this magic. The magic trick. Ah, I dabble in some. Uh... Where did that start? Because, I mean, if, you, you probably don't know this, but I, I love magic. And I, and I tried to do magic as a kid. I never got good at it. Um, I, I've never, I've even tried recently, like within the past probably two years, I bought all kinds of, I mean, I spent a bunch of money and all the cards and it, it didn't work out again. Like, I, I was like, this is the one that defeats me. This is it. It is, I've done weird stuff. I know how to yo-yo. I you know do. How, yeah. I actually was telling my kids. I was like, yeah, well, you guys can't yo-yo better than Eli. <laughs> That's what. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. We, we had a battle. They were, can, acting, uh, they were acting like they were really good. Just watch Eli. He's really good at it. <laughs> Dumb stuff. And then um, Freddie Wong, Mr. Mr. Rocket Jump, he's so good at magic, like insane at magic tricks. And I was like, man. And he started showing me basic ones with cards, sleight yeah. of hand, and I'm nowhere near as good as him, but I'm, I'm catching on. Let me ask you this. Is, is there such thing as magic? Is there real magic? Yes. You can't answer that? A magician can't answer that, can he? No, I think he can say no. Right. <laughs> I don't so, think there's real... I think it's all slider. It's There's stuff these days that confuse me. Like what? Levitation. Well, they don't do it in... I've so, seen people do it in the street, and it throws me off every time. I'm like, wait, come on, stop. Is it the side of the... Do they I don't know. I don't, I, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I'll have to show you yeah, after this. Yeah. yeah Unless but, they're like 80 feet off the ground, then I have no way to do that. Just, That's called Jesus. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just walk away or a demon. Uh, oh, goodness. 
But no, your car tricks are cool, man. And I, when you do them on Instagram, I, I always die. I'm like, man, these are cool. Because even the ones on Instagram could, could easily be, you know, your, your camera magic and stuff that you do either, either way, but they're always impressive. One of my favorite things you ever did was on, on, on social media was you pull the cup and it ended up knocking you out. Or, or no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, how did you do that? Really? In itself, that's digital magic. Yeah, that one's digital. So you have visual effect magic and then you have real magic. And then it's trying, for me, it's always trying to find a good, like in between where people, I'm either doing it or I'm not. And then people are like, ah, yeah, didn't you do the phone drop one? The phone? It dropped. And then it like came back up or something like that. You did a phone. Trip. Oh, that was that was just reversing it where it came back up and I was naked. Yes. <laughs> to the. Well, we wasn't completely naked. It was blurred out. It was entertained. Yeah, I was entertained. I was happy with that. One. Are you like, not I entertained? Was, I was proud of that. Bro, video. I was like. <laughs> Chris was like, "What are you?" I was like, "You're like just <laughs> impressed me." It's better than any meme I've ever seen. Oh my goodness, dude. You know, you guys saw most of the issues, probably almost all the issues on this episode, but there was, you understand what's going on. Like with the way you watch it on TV, you don't get the full feeling of everything we have going on in the office that day or that week from, you know, we had the 1919, which is always a project, you know what I mean? And the reasons why we care so much about the project. But then, then you have all the issues we had with creating and fabricating this Revolution War canon. So originally we were gonna try and we were gonna try and get the steel for the, the, the casing. We were gonna do, actually try and do aluminum is what it was, right? And then yeah. aluminum was we had a test and they say they wasn't gonna be able to hold the pressure. That's for the baffles we tried aluminum yes. first. Yes, like that's what the, it was. The baffles we tried to do aluminum first and then they even said like that won't even hold the pressures of, of what we're trying to do here. Um, we had to fabricate our own um, cannon. Because we couldn't find, right? We were, tr- we were trying to get... It was going to cost too much to buy a cannon. Yeah. So we're like, let's find some steel. Let's make this happen. Let's fabricate our own. Which is tough, man, because you're putting the trust in, in, in obviously understanding the pressures of what each metal yep. can, can handle. And that's where it gets scary for us. Um, I do trust the team, uh, always. But at the same time, like, there's always that, man, are we missing something? Is there something we're not missing? Um, are we... I, I guess, you know, I, it's pretty much how my thought process is dealing with that and knowing like, man, are we going to make the right decision here? Or do we just throw this whole project out? Like there's, that's always in my head. That's always in my head. Like, do we just fail? And, and part of me is okay with failing, but the other part of me is I'm super competitive with myself. Like, nah, I trust that we can do it. We can do it. So we put these hard timelines on ourselves because you guys don't realize we have other projects that are packing and stacking behind us. All these other projects that are coming that we still have to get out the door. Like you're seeing... Everything. The important things, but you're not seeing the business itself continue to daily bring in projects and have to continue to make stuff happen. So on top of all the things we had, I mean, the, the bafflings came back too big. Yep. We had to bring it back down to size because one number was off on the paperwork. That um, Blueprints, it was yep. too big. And, and that, that's, that's, that's what happens in machining, right? Like sometimes you have a little too much, a little too little, a uh, little too little, a little too little. Little too lotto. I dropped We'll just out. go with that one. But <laughs> little too lotto. But you know, these little mistakes that happen, and so you have to find a way to adapt and overcome. And I think that's actually probably a big thing what we do at our at our at Banditas is adapt and overcome. Yeah. But there's some things that are not easy to adapt and overcome with. Family. I'm dealing with my family this whole time I'm done trying to do the business. And and if you guys knew me or know me, um, 
a big part of my life is focusing on my family and trying to 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 be relevant in their lives. I need to be there for them now because I wasn't so much in the past due to work, due to military, due to deployments and everything else. And so so with that on my mind all the time, um, I'm always involved. And in doing that recently, you guys saw my daughter wearing makeup. What an, <laughs> what an uncomfortable time it is. Ugh. I don't see. I can't even put my shoes into that spot because I'm like, Eli has a son. Yeah, I have a kid. Like a son. my my son, and, and he's one nowhere day, near makeup age. No, but one day, <laughs> I so think funny. I still, I still t- ten more years that before he so tries funny. that stuff on. So yeah, I should I be mean, good. You'll you'll be there one day, but it'll be probably ten years after I've been there several times. <laughs> that's the hardest part. And this uh, is your first one too. Yeah, this is my oldest, my yeah. oldest daughter. Um. She's starting to wear makeup, but she's not just wearing makeup. She's trying to wear. She's wearing makeup to the point where, like we we've put a uh, we've controlled it. It's regulation. Right? Like we've we've found a middle ground that's fair for both ends, right? Both parties. I, as the father, have to let go. I have to start. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> um, you know, at one point you have to just trust that you've made the, you know, you've you've raised the right end. You've put all your efforts in showing her what it is to be a good person in life and, and, and how to have self-respect, you know, and what to expect in life. And, and how bad boys are. And how bad us men are. You yeah. know what I mean? And don't trust them. Don't trust any of them. And they have cooties. <laughs> I mean, you have to really instill that stuff at a young age. It's tough, man. And, and so, so, yeah. So I deal with that. And that's, I mean, this is, it's never easy. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm not, I'm still not used to it. I can't say I, I've completely accepted it. But uh, I also want to be understanding and, and, like I said, communication is huge for us, man. And, and being able to sit there and talk to her and, and, and find this, you know, middle ground, comfortable middle ground uh, is important for us. And I think it's important for all relationships to have that conversation. And, um, you know, trust me, there's more coming. Dude, there's more conversations uh, because boys are starting to take interest. Yes. First yeah. comes makeup, then comes dating. And some of these kids are bigger than me, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what are they feeding you, dude? <laughs> like, what? You're 13. You've got a full beard. <laughs> How many times have you fell? Yeah, like, you have prison tattoos. <laughs> You're 15. <laughs> I'm not judging. I get it. I get it. But still. Don't date my daughter. Uh, that's why she wrestles. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's it, man. I, I, I feel like we're done. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, man. Um, it was a fun one. It was it was uh, some good stuff in there. We had fun. No matter what we do, we have fun at Banditos. Uh, yeah. We like to push ourselves. We like to really uh, push the envelope and, and see how big, how fast, how far we can go as a company. Um, that's the challenge, but it's also that's the excitement and the entertainment behind what we do. Yeah. Grab people's yeah. attention and have fun with it. And have fun with it, man. Um, you guys out there. We appreciate you guys following us. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Here's some links below that you guys can go follow and check this out um, on other social media platforms. Uh, I'm your host, Vincent Rocco Vargas, and this is Eli Cuevas. We're out. Bam. I did it.